podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Hey, it's Bill. And you're tuned into Three Questions in a Song right here on buildthescene.com. This is episode number 39. With me tonight are Eric and Bobby C. From what up? Royal Honey. What's up, guys? What hey. up? What up? Have that over the shoulder Royal Honey logo there. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look, look, look below Eric, there's royalhoneyband.com. And get that one in there quickly. <laughs> yep. Brand new spanking website. You should know something about that, Bill. I might. <laughs> um, those of you that are starting to tune in, if you comment on the video we will be able to see it i forgot to mention that to bobby c and eric there should be a button on your screen that says comments or live comments if you click it it'll bring up a little area that that the live comments pop up in so if anybody types anything in there you'll be able to see it um sometimes we get interactions sometimes we don't on this one pa rock show we tend to get more because it's longer (laughs) cool but all right so this is episode 39 of Three Questions in a Song. This podcast is exactly that. It's three questions. We talk about a song, and then we get out of here. Um, so the Royal Honey and um, 10 other bands recently released a compilation together under the Rattle Clack um, label. And uh, that's the, the song we're going to talk about is American Jive. We'll do that a little bit, little bit later. But... I'm going to open things up with two questions and um, then we'll get to that. So my first question is that you guys, I believe have gotten to play at least two shows recently that I saw. Yep. And uh, I'm, it's weird to ask this question, but how did that feel? Because that really hasn't been happening a lot lately. Yeah. Uh it felt awesome. We've been practicing all along. We actually had some other gigs that were canceled <clears throat> along the way. This this back half of the year would have been a big year for us. We had a lot of big shows lined up. Tuck Smith, we were going to open for. Uh, we were going to open for some uh, um, uh, the London Choir Boys. I mean, there was a lot of bands uh, that canceled, unfortunately. So to be able to play or do anything, and that was because the Borsa Boys reached out to us, was great. It was a little unusual, but they, they do everything pretty top-notch at Jurgles, I will say, as far as keeping social distancing, keeping the number of people down, uh, limiting. Like, we couldn't even stand. We could stand at the merch booth, but people couldn't stand there and interact with us. So they had to make their purchase and move on. So it was handled pretty safe. I mean, it was great to do, but I will say when you're not used to playing on a regular basis and you start playing and you're 53 years old, you feel it by the third song that you're 53 years old. That's my perspective. Eric, I'm sure you have a different one. But. No, no, actually it's, um, I pretty much agree with you. It was, it was kind of weird after not playing for five months um, to play two back-to-back weekends. We did um, indoors at Jurgles, but like Bobby said, it was, uh, it was really, really spaced out. So even though there was probably a hundred people in the building, that place holds 700 people. So it, it felt and looked kind of empty. All of our friends were there. But they were so spaced out that it seemed like we were almost playing to an empty room at times. So it was weird from an energy perspective. We were we were glad to be playing, very happy to be playing. And we had some energy on stage, um, I think, just because of, of the scenario we were in, um, you know, and, and people were loud and that was cool. And they tipped and, and that was cool. Um, just everything about it was was great. 
except, you know, you look out there and there's, you know, 15 or 20 people sitting on the, the floor where normally you'd have 100 people smashed into that. Um, and then this past weekend, we played an outdoor gig um, where there were a lot of people there. But again, because it was outdoors in such a, a huge facility, um, people were pretty spread out and, and it was run very safely as well. Um, both, both shows had excellent sound. Uh, they were they were very well run, and uh, we got to play with a bunch of really cool bands that um, that are not only great talent but they're friends of ours uh, in most cases. So we don't get to play with those bands a lot either. Many of those bands. So that was uh, that was interesting. I, I will say, Matt and those guys, they put on a great show out there. They they're very professional. That situation, I would definitely recommend to anybody. I mean, next year. We're thinking about maybe if we get invited back, I know we want to rent an RV and just stay out there for the week. Stay weekend. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, that was the Rock for Life Festival out at Iselin Ballfield um, this past week. Um, part of the Rock for Life Festival series. I think there's at least three or four shows that uh, that they wrap into a series uh, every year to benefit. Um, well, it was a couple of good benefits, and uh, maybe you two actually could speak more on that. So, yeah, I, I definitely can. Um, first of all, if you want to find out more about them, you can go to rockforlifeconcert.com, which is another website that I do. Um, and it actually benefits a usually um, one or two children that are battling um, some kind of um, ailment, usually cancer or something along those, along those lines. Um, I don't know. Did you guys meet Alicia while you were out there? Um, I, we, is that the young lady who the benefit was for this year? No, that was JC. Uh, I, I did meet the young lady who is the one gentleman's sister, I think that she, they, they had it for her a few years ago. I want to say that he's a bass player for a couple of those bands, common crown and those bands like that. All right. So that, so you're talking about Steve Craven and mm -hmm. that probably was Alicia, but they're not actually related. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, Alicia was actually one of my students. Um, so in fact, I think they I, brought her up on stage. Yeah. They brought yeah. her up on stage and they introduced her to everybody. Uh, and this, since this was our first event, uh, our first time attending that event uh, or playing it, um, you know, we were, we were learning a lot and that was, that was cool, cool to do. And, and it was nice to meet a lot of those people. Yeah, Alicia would have been on stage when slant six did um, say, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Then they yeah. went on right after us. So, um, yeah, that's what I remember. <clears throat> um, but this, this bracelet that's probably going to go see through here, but it says, um, angels for Alicia Ruby. That's, that's her. Okay. I've had, I've had this on for about two years. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, it always benefits, um, usually one, sometimes two children. And, um, as you mentioned, it is multiple shows. Usually there is, um, Irish Metal Fest, which is in March, right around um, St. Patrick's Day. Then um, Gigaroo in July, Rock for Life in August. Um, in September is um, the concert for Anna. And then there's usually a um, Christmas show as well. And then sometimes they sprinkle some other ones in between there. So usually five, if not more. Wow. I didn't realize it was so big. It's a lot and, to deal with, man. It's and, a full-time job. Yeah. yeah. And... And this is the 21st year that they've done it. That's crazy. 
Good I'm glad they were able to get it in too, because Bobby runs his own um, charitable show every year to benefit the uh, Greater Pittsburgh's Women's Shelter. And this year, you know, we're we're struggling to find a date for it just because of everything going on. We're not sure, and and ours is always indoors. Um, so you know, we're that's up in the air right now, and and it's really cool to see that they were able to still put that on. Both of them, Gigaroo was last month, and Rock for Life, yeah, this past weekend. So. Um, Bobby, if you want, you, you can mention that show. I mean, even if, if it's not getting um, pulled excuse, off. Yeah, so Excuse Palooza, that's the benefit we usually do. We usually do it in August every year at Excuses on the South Side, thus Excuse Palooza. Um, it's a little bit smaller venue, but uh, we usually get a really nice straw there. It's a one-day event, and I try to pack in as much as I can. So um, uh, alumni for it would be the Cheats, the Motorcycos, the uh, the. Legendary Huckle Bucks, Bucks yeah. yeah, yeah, legendary Huckle Bucks, Stone Cold Killer. Um, I mean, so many, so many different bands over the years. A couple of little all-star things where we got uh, Jaffo from uh, Joe Grishecki's band to come in and put together a little band and play. So all different genres of music. Molecule Party, which is an industrial band. So a um, bunch of different kinds of music put together all in one situation um, to raise money for the women's shelter. Uh, my girlfriend did a bunch of uh, little pops this year. So if you see those out there and advertise or anybody's purchased one, those revenues are still going to the women's shelter um but we really haven't had a uh, ability to find a responsible way to do the benefit for the women's shelter this year so it may be uh put off until next year or maybe we may do two one in the spring and one in the late summer okay um i know it's difficult difficult i know it's difficult to to do the the online um playing but um, the software we're using right now, if you have the right hardware on the other end, would, would be a pretty good option. Um, Clyde Caldicott? I can't. Caldicott? Yes, I know who you're talking about. He did the other one. We, we were actually right, part of that. Your video was in. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was really cool. And they actually shot that uh, live where we rehearse at. So we would have access to do something like that. Uh, but in the beginning, when he was doing it, it was really... I mean, he he had a lot behind it because he even got broadcast on on broadcast TV. So, I mean, right. that was that was really super cool thing to see and have happen. I think now the logistics could probably work be worked out a little better for something like that, and it could be something we'll talk to Ralph about. It could, could be something that happens, you know. Yeah, that Clyde show w- was cool, um, but it was so early. I think it was back in April, and bands. I don't even think bands were practicing back then, and we certainly were not. Um, so like it was it was a lot of solo artists out of their living room and things like that and you know we we happen to have a, a previous footage um from a from a band shot uh, at our practice location that we were in the video you shot year. it was the video you shot I'm no sure. no that one was um that one was uh um that was a different outfit that came it was eric okay. kellerman and his um but yeah, those are, I think I think we had Bill in there and Eric the same month uh, to do different shots for us. But um, I, um, your your banner's falling down oh, behind my you. Banner's falling down. <laughs> oh well, I, I guess I'll just move this way then. How's that? There you go. There you go. Great. <laughs> All right. So so that was question one, and I I you know I asked some other questions, but those aren't official questions. When um neither is this one. <laughs> When when you were at Jurgles, you were mentioning that it holds seven hundred people and there's about one hundred people. How does that affect the sound there? 
because you know the bodies are going to absorb sound and they're just not there that that sound tech's been working there for a while he's a pro he's been around he's really really good dude um so the sound on stage the sound on stage never really changes a lot because both of my guitar players play at like godly un unnameable levels don't listen to this never hear anything at all so so like 31 (laughs) yeah it doesn't doesn't change much on stage for for me it didn't sound much different and as far as uh what it sounded like when we were up front it sounded great for the borsal boys so i didn't really notice a big difference to that so maybe that's uh you know a hand to the uh uh, you know that that the engineer he's he's really good engineer so yeah that's aj out of jurgles and he's uh i have no doubts that he would have accounted for that cool all right question two now it's time for an oddball question um empire strikes back Okay, I'll alter the question. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Have to <laughs> um, if if you were going to, if they were going to make a rockumentary about Royal Honey, who would play each member of your band in in that film? Uh, it would have to be Kevin Spacey would have to play me bald, you know. But Kevin <laughs> Spacey would play me. Um, Jeff Daniels would play me. I can see both of those. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I would love to see like Danny DeVito play Ange, you know. <laughs> but I was, was going to say uh, De Niro. Yeah, or De Niro. Yeah, De Niro is somewhere in between there. Maybe, yeah, you know. You Pacino. Know. Pacino would make a good Ange. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. There we go, Pacino. That's what we'll say. But I really, I really think Danny DeVito would play a great aunt. It would be awesome, as a matter of fact, making him look young and everything. Uh, Dave, uh, let's see, who would play Dave? Hmm. That's a good question. That is a good question. I'm going to have to come back to Dave. Yeah. Greggy. Greggy. Um... I say Corey Feldman would play Greg. Could you keep him off of off of backing vocals, please? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, no problem. Greg wears a mask most of the time these days, so that's not a problem at all. Okay, have you, you've heard couple. Corey sing, right? Yes, no, I have. I know exactly what you're referring to. <laughs> is he the one that is he did the Hard Rock? I wanted to go so bad. They said it was one of the greatest train wrecks you ever seen of your life. Only Fleck <laughs> opened up that show, oddly mm. enough. Because they had shirts that they had marketed uh, with Corey uh, with his face on it, right? And he found out about it on social media and requested that Only Flesh open up for him. He had no idea what they're. Are you familiar with Only Flesh? I'm not. Oh, well, uh, yes, 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 yes. Right, the ones that like hang on from the hooks. Right, yeah, they're oh, kind of like dead and yeah. tortures kind of like thing like that, you know. And so uh, he requested it, and they opened it. And they, it was like I wanted to go to that show so bad, but it sold out, and I didn't get a chance to go. <laughs> Um, we still got to come up with Dave. I, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you Corey Feldman for for Greggy. I was thinking, I was thinking Joe Pesci or something, but you'd have to lighten his hair up. Yeah, but um, who would play Dave, Bobby? I don't know. That's, Your that's, band is a mafia movie. Yeah. How about we have? How about we have Sam Elliott play Dave? A young Sam Elliott. Play there, Dave. You there you go. <laughs> More along the lines of in the in the dude, you know, in the dude movie, that that character he plays there. 
<laughs> that was awesome. All right. Um, okay, so what I what I need from you now is we're gonna move on to that portion of the show where you tell me a little bit about the track we're gonna listen to, American Jive, which is um, track one on the compilation, which um, coincidentally I think was an awesome intro. It like it smacks you in the face, and then the album just you know, Chris, it, it just continues to do that the whole way through. I yeah. agree with you. Uh, that's a great song. It's actually one of the first songs we we wrote with Dave. Dave well, Dave writes pretty much most of the material. Eric adds, his, uh, you know, I change up the the lyric a little bit and uh, the phrasing. Ange comes up with his parts and things. But Dave pretty much came to the table with a, a pretty much completed song there. Um, as a little bit of uh, you know wants to leave and go to Mexico kind of Trump anti-Trump kind of thing there at the beginning, but it's totally not a political song whatsoever, but I always wanted to lead it off with you're fired. I was just <laughs> wondering, you're fired and then start into the song, but we never were able to make that happen. Uh, but that's what it reminds me of. It's just a, you know, good time, rock fun, you know, real quick in and out song. Uh, those are the ones that we, I think we do the best at. We, we have a lot of different kinds of material. Dave's a great songwriter. Eric writes some great songs as well. Um, so I'm pretty lucky in my position that all I have to do is just bring attitude to it. So. Yeah, we were this. Uh, so we recorded this tune with jazz, um, jazz buyers who did the whole, um, the whole compilation. And that's, uh, that's him on the, on the cover. I don't know if you can see that. There we go. Hang, hanging out of the the engine yeah hanging out of the engine that's jazz he uh he put this whole compilation uh 11 local bands and about a month ago month and a half ago he did a live facebook um kind of a drawing where he just pulled all the names out of a hat and uh that set the order for the compilation uh the song track listing um he pulled out our name first so we were just um just absolutely beside ourselves, and we were so happy to have our track leading it off and you know after i listened to all the other songs um i realized that you know this whole thing is just jam-packed with talent i was um i was pleasantly surprised because sometimes you don't know what you're going to get um but you know jazz recorded everything he did a top-notch job recording with us was uh was with you know us recording with him was was really seamless we went in real quick couple hours we were in and out um and uh we did two mixes of this actually um we did a mix that we released on as a bonus track on our cd called uh hype money and misbehavior uh we released that last summer and um because the compilation was was delayed to be quite uh to be quite honest um, i have a story for you about how that ended up getting finished <laughs> Well, okay. All right. You can add that. But when, when, we, when, when jazz finally did come, come back to us and say, you know, Hey, this is, this is happening again. Um, and you know, we picked names out of a hat and you're going to be first. I was like, okay, a couple things. First of all, delays are usually not a good thing, but in this case with COVID-19 going on and nobody playing in five or six months, this could not have happened at a better time actually, because this, this sparked life into the, you know, into promotion and um you know an attraction for 
10 or 11 different bands in the area who really had nothing else going on. Uh, um, and that got the ball rolling where we've got a song, another new song coming out on another different compilation in a couple of months. Um, and we started to play our first couple of shows in a long, long time. So it was like it just started a, a, the train rolling for momentum. Um, with us again and we're excited that, that not only this compilation came out here back in July um, but it was able to start the ball rolling for us for um, a couple of different things and we've got some national shows coming up if they don't get cancelled um, we've got Faster Pussycat and Enough is Enough uh, that's in October Kicks. Uh, yeah we'll be opening for Kicks again at, um, in December that's December 5th and those are both at Jurgles. Um, you know, if things start to open up a little bit, I don't know how they'll handle things if if they stay at this twenty five percent capacity. But I guess we'll just wait and see. But that's that's what's on the the roadmap for us right now is this compilation. We got another vinyl compilation coming out with another song. We've got a couple of shows, and then we've got those national shows, and then we're mixing we're mixing six more songs for our next release right now. And you know we. We'll we'll plan that around a release date when we can actually play a release show. Um, so at this point, we're looking at winter. But uh, yeah, that's that's what's on the roadmap for Royal Honey. So so my story about the compilation. Um, <laughs> I, I'm trying to find <laughs> the exact episode so I can give you the the date. It was your I know it was your radio show that. Yeah, I, I can't find it. It must have been a PA rock show, not three three questions in a song, but um, I was having unbroken soul on and they wanted to do their song Maelstrom, which jazz had recorded and it wasn't quite finished yet. So jazz mixed it. And then that got them into the mood to finish mixing everything else. And that was the Kickstarter. Cool. So, yeah, like I said, that, that delay usually is not a good thing, but in this case, it almost couldn't have been more perfect. Um, just it, it, it gave us something to look forward to in the summer where, where there was almost nothing else going on this summer. So um, before we, before we listen to the song American jive, um, Bobby, the, the mask you just had on, is, is that available? This is going to be, it's going to be available. We have a few right now. This is just like a mock-up. We just, uh, my, my girlfriend actually made these up, uh, which I think is kind of a cool idea. Uh, I'm for whatever you want to do. Just be safe, you know, so you can get back to work and everybody else can get back to work and we can start playing regular gigs. So we have these. We're not trying to be opportunistic. It was just a little thing. So we have 10 right now total, probably five for sale. If somebody really wanted to buy one, we could make that happen. For them. But we're going to get some more made up. Um, will they be available on the website? Sure. Yeah. yeah, we can put them on a website yeah. if uh, if if we want to get more made. I don't know, yeah. I don't know how long it took her to get that batch made, but we can get another batch or two and throw them up yeah. there. Not very long. How long did it take Corey what? to have these made? A week. A week. So we got a week turnaround. Yeah, we'll have them. Cool. All right, so we're gonna take a moment and we're gonna listen to American Jive by Royal Honey, and we'll be right back.
We're back. That was American Jive by Royal Honey. You can find them at royalhoneyband.com. And the compilation disc was put out by Rattle Clack Entertainment, which is rattleclack.com. This is uh, Eric at the bottom of your screen and Bobby C to my... On the last episode of Three Questions and Song, I had um, the band Arsenic, which is um, spelled like arsenic, but has an H in the middle. They are from um, Donsk, Poland. And um, I don't want to mess up her name, so I'm just going to leave it at that. But uh, she's going to ask you a question. Is um, I sent you to Royal Honey's website and, and gave you the assignment of listening to a couple of their tracks. What what question do you have for that band? Well, my only question is, why no females in the band? Uh, just never never presented itself. Um, we've had we've had backup singers perform uh, with other bands I've been in, but in this particular band, just never presented itself. That's my best answer. <laughs> yeah, this band kind of was was formed um, from the from the ashes of a couple of other bands, the Dirty Charms that Bobby and Ange were in together, and Gas Tiger that Ange was also in with um, with Dave and Greg. And uh, so the opportunity just presented itself for the four of them to to really just almost kind of continue where they left off, just with new songs. Um, and then when uh, when they decided to need a second guitarist, um, I had already been kind of planting the bug in, in Ange and Bobby's ear and said, you know, if you guys start something new, I'm very interested. So it, I want to say it kind of came together just organically um, with not a whole lot of thought. Um, it just kind of happened, and I think it was meant to happen that way. And uh, the you know the pieces are are fitting together really well and we got a lot of momentum right out of the gate and uh i don't see us stopping or really even slowing down to change anytime soon where things are going well and we're happy um i did want to mention i don't know if you saw me put it up on the screen um tim from unbroken soul when we were talking about your track um said that it was a great song and the perfect intro to the compilation yeah i saw that i wanted to say thank you but i didn't know how to get on there and do that <laughs> I'm not technologically excited. I was clicking on it and it wasn't allowing me to do anything. So I saw that you put thanks, Tim, which, hey, thanks, Tim. We appreciate that. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, we, we've had the opportunity between um, between the other uh, podcasts, livecasts uh, that we've done with you, Bill, and even uh, this past weekend out at the Rock for Life show, we've run into a lot of the, a lot of guys from a lot of the bands that we've, um, that we were on this compilation with and you know uh, a lot of the uh, a couple of the, of the guys and a, and a bunch of different bands have made comments like you know hey that that was a great energetic track to to lead it off and we're really appreciative of that um but like i said after listening to all the all the other songs um there was so much talent on this disc that i just i feel like any any of the bands any of the songs could have easily led this this disc off so i'm really thankful that you know, just random drawing, um, it came out that way because, um, you know, most people get at least through the first track before they, um, before they start nodding off or not paying attention or going back to work or whatever they're doing when they're listening to, to CDs these days. Um, you know, we're, we're happy, we're happy about it and we're happy that there's so much energy on this disc. I am. I didn't even make it halfway through the disc before I sent Jazz a message and said, "Hey, I'm I'm going to do a special on this." <laughs> so. Yeah, it's 
It's good. It's very good. I've listened to it probably like about 15 or 20 times all the way through. I always make it through to like the first four songs because that's when I get to work. And then, uh, you know, it started over again usually, but because <laughs> I like to hear that first song. You know. <laughs> that, that's that's how I listen, listen to my podcast after I put them out. I listen to them on my way to and from work. And, I, and then I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but... With any luck, we'll have a, uh, a video coming out for American Jive um, soon in the next couple of weeks, because um, there, there's one thing about this tune that I didn't mention when you asked us, Bill. But like the 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 ending of the song is just Bobby basically taking control of the crowd, especially in a live setting. And he just asks, are you glad to be alive? Are you glad to be alive? And there has been like I can't think of another time in my life where just that question makes people think so much because of all the crap that is going on right now. You, you know, like little things like going to a baseball field with a stage to see some live music. You can't take that for granted anymore. We used to like, you never thought of it like, like that, but now it's like, you know, are you just glad to be alive and be outside and listen to the live music? And it's like, wow, holy crap. This, the lyrics, you know, some of the lyrics in this song that, that Dave wrote is, um, just you know it it makes me think differently than i used to so um i, I do want to mention that you guys are slated to be on my other podcast um the pennsylvania rock show on september 18th um so we'll we'll have more things to talk about then maybe the video if awesome. you it out. Yeah. definitely yeah we um by september um bill we'll have uh we're mixing our next our next CD um, right now, and we've next weekend or actually later this week we're slated to shoot um, some in studio video footage uh, for what will be the first single off of that disc, and that'll be a song called Cut and Run. So we'll probably um, we'll probably start debuting Cut and Run single by the time we get uh, um, back with you in September. Okay. Who who is David Cross? <laughs> so David Cross, David Cross, Cross is like Doctor Fuike from uh, from uh, I can't remember that. What's the name of that show? I mean, that he's on. He's on. He's on the. He's on the Mister Show show, but he's also on uh, that. Tobias. Yeah, he's Tobias Fuike, Fuke or whatever. He's the never nude on the uh, show that uh, uh, Ron Howard narrates. What's the name of that show? Arrested Development. Okay. <laughs> if you look at it, you'll see. I, it's pretty funny, but yeah. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. So. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. You need the psychoticness of Kevin Spacey to truly play me properly. <laughs> okay, so two more things I need from you guys. One is I need you to ask a question of Eric Winger, who is next the next episode's guest on uh, September 1st. Um, Go ahead, Bobby, both. you ask yours. Yeah. So my question of what's Eric Winger? Eric Winger. My question of Eric Winger is how many times are you asked, is Kip Winger related to you? That's and, my question. And the fact that he's originally from Pennsylvania really plays right into that. So <laughs> there you have it. Um. And I just need you to run down some social media links. And uh, of course your website is royalhoneyband.com right there below Eric. Yep. Uh, so that's, uh, that's the, 
the Direct Band uh, website. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Royal Honey PGH. That's Royal Honey Pittsburgh. Um, you can also find uh, our music uh, both on our uh, both on our direct website as well as at Bandcamp. And that link is uh, royalhoney.bandcamp.com. What are we missing? We're if, on you're Instagram. if you're if you're a streamer, you can stream us on iTunes. You know, if you have iMusic, uh, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. just do Yeah, you can just you search for us. You can spend monetary units and send them to us. We'll take Bitcoin. Uh, we're we're big Bitcoin collectors. No, we're not. <laughs> um, yeah, basically those three, the royalhoneyband.com, facebook.com slash royalhoneypgh, and royalhoney.bandcamp.com are, are the three big ones. Um, you can pretty much get everywhere from our direct uh, website. Bitcoin thing. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'll take I, I'll take a couple Bitcoin units. Why not? <laughs> I mean, aren't they supposed to be worth a lot of money? Or did that go away now? Is that done? I think it was up and then down, but I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it won me a prize two years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was um teaching social studies and we were doing a um stock market game and one of my students was just killing it. And I asked her, I'm like, what, where are you getting all this money? And she's like, Mr. Damiano, go buy Bitcoin. So she and I finished in the top five amongst teachers and, and students. And we both got Amazon gift cards. It was awesome. Ah, nice. <laughs> yeah. I know a doctor I worked with a couple of years ago. He was big into Bitcoin. He was he was researching it and buying a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And then he showed me. He's like, look, it's, it's gone up exponentially. And I said, but is it tangible? Is it real? I mean, what what, what is it really? You know? It's like a created monetary unit. Yeah, I, I have never used it other than in yeah. that game. <laughs> well, yeah, that's great. And it made, I mean, it kind of made me money. I got an Amazon gift card for it. <laughs> well, yeah. But who knows? All right. So I do want to thank you guys. Hang out for a moment. Once we're done with the live, we'll chat for a couple minutes. Um, those of you that have been uh, checking the show out, make sure you go to buildthescene.com or parockshow.com. That'll hit you up both of my podcasts, there is a link on Build the Scene that takes you to about 17 other unsigned local band podcasts that you can check out. And um, every so often you'll find articles on there as well, or um, some upcoming shows are listed as there on uh, buildthescene.com slash concerts. You can find venues if you're in a band, buildthescene.com slash venues, all kinds of stuff there. Um, my name is Bill. It's been episode number 39 of Three Questions and a Song. And we'll catch you on the first. Thanks, Bill. See you later. Thanks, Bill. This episode of Three Questions of Song has ended. But be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more on-site music from around the globe. Don't forget to rate and review the show. And we'll see you on the next episode.